And we're back, JB's Driving Podcast. That's Kate Bush, Run Up the Hill. Again, we're we're do we're sticking with the eighties themes here. Change the month. Change the Still month. Still the eighties. Still the eighties. Welcome to February, people. I'm this sorry. is the welcome, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm too. Sorry. It is the worst month of the year for a variety of reasons. I hate this month. I cannot wait for it to be over with. Um lots of good things happening in this month, so I'll be I'll be uh we were just discussing with the show. Be in Florida, um, mm-hmm. going down for a conference, and then the week after, I'm going down for uh, Mika's birthday weekend. It's the second annual. I think it's to be one of those things where we do every year, where we go down for like an extended, like extended uh, birthday weekend. We like leave on a Thursday night and come back on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, shit, yeah, and, and then um, it's a uh, we're taking a Yana this time. Just a Yana and three of us. The first time we've we've taken. Well, um, let's let's face it. If you tell Ayana to do something, she's going to do it. Yeah. If you tell the boys to do something, they'll question why. They'll laugh at you and look <laughs> in your face and then do the opposite. And then yeah, then say pick me up and wrestle with me. They well, that right, exactly. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. We got we have uh, good some good reservations too. We're going to Akersher's probably the last time of her like that segment of her life. Kind of sad. Do you really? You think she's over the princesses? No, she's not. But I just don't know when we would go again. I don't. It's so oh, expensive. Oh, shoes. Yeah, it's so damn expensive. It is. It's like they bend you over, but I want her to be able to see this princesses well, this time frame. It, right, and you know they 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 charge so much because I and they, well this used to be a thing and now it's back because the the uh, Disney dining plan's back and yes. if you get the Disney dining plan because you're most people who go to those restaurants are on property right. Mm-hmm. You go and you use it, and you don't really because it's if you go to one to the other, it's the same price. Yes. So yes. I, I think that's because you don't notice it because you've already prepaid basically, you right? Know what? Yeah, you're right. I might I might look into that for our May trip because we're going to be on property for five nights. I would do it for. I think for your kids, you it depends because have, kids don't eat very much, and if you go to a, a, a sit down. Well, I mean, you're paying one way or the other, right? It's a th- but, you know, honestly, like when we were there, when we were at Riviera last mm-hmm. year, where we yep. you know we actually cooked like three nights. We went back and cooked because we, due to our situation now, we spend a lot more time on the resorts, probably yep. even more so than typical DVCers. Mm-hmm. Like we'll we'll probably go to the parks two or three hours a day but for the most part just swim and it's it's the evolution it is evolution. like people that go once every five years they're going to continue to go to the yep. park bust their balls yes you know eight nine hours a day yes just commando and, style and the next the next step is dvc yes. so you go once or twice a year every year you you'll go into the parks but not as much mm-hmm. you've reached that three where you actually are a florida man florida man so it's it's even less important because it you know you have access to it all the time mm-hmm. So when you go, you're much more relaxed about it. You don't have to rope drop to fireworks seven days a no. week, no. you know. And that's such a it, it's such a nice feeling because I I don't think it can be accurately or appropriately enjoyed if you if you do you know sun up to sundown. No, I think the only way to do it is if you relax. You do a couple of things. You concierge it, right? Mm-hmm. Not concierge as in I'm going to pay more money. To, I'm, I'm talking about you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You get those things, and then that's it. You're you there. Know? But you can only do that if you go more often, and, and it, it is a, it's a luxury. It's kind of a, it is a luxury. It's a sad truth that 
I think it it can only be enjoyed tru- uh, uh, truly in that way. That's how that's how you enjoy it. That's how you absolutely that's how you enjoy it. And that's uh, I mean, so yeah, you're at stage three. I don't know if there's a stage four. I mean, maybe no, if, if I, you move I, permanently down permanently there, maybe. it might be stage four. But those are the three stages of of Disney person. Yeah, personhood. I it's guess. I mean, it's really gone to the point where I remember like, uh, do you still plan at all? Plan what? When you go to Disney trips, do you still plan? Well, we plan in so far as what date, because, I mean, up until recently, we had to make park reservations, and now I think that's, that's right. going away, yeah, that's going away so. uh, soon. Mm-hmm. But even if it doesn't, yeah, we, we, we plan what day we're going to be where. But like I said, we don't rope drop, typically. Well, the only park we'll rope drop is Animal, I think, yeah. and that's because a lot of the time... You rope drop Animal, you're out there by like 9.30. Exactly. Well, so the animals are out earlier, because yeah. if it gets too hot they go inside right yeah, it's it's more of a if you want to get the most out of the day there you rope drop that yeah place. but the rest of them i'll just i mean especially like that's why i get genie plus it and now at at uh magic kingdom because mm-hmm. if you plan you can plan when you get there what's open now of course it might all be taken you run that risk but typically we don't rope drop we get there about nine ten something like that we take our time we get up we got breakfast whatever you know i've you know my my in-laws are used to be very you know, sun up, sun down. Still, even they go all the time, and they're still rope drop people. But I think they they finally left that sort of mindset, mm-hmm. and they're just enjoying themselves, just relaxing, going to the pool more. I and mean, I think I learned that since Kalen going to the pool. Dude, it's the best. You know, I wasn't all about that at all, and then we had Kalen, and then it's the know, best. She, she can have fun at the pool all day. The best man. And you just sit there and. Like feel the wind. And we feel stay the there. On your face. There's slides there. There's yeah, plenty. Of, they have the the early afternoon like activities. The pool. Yeah, the trivia or the music or just the dancing or whatever it is. Order a six pack. I mean, yeah, yeah. You Walmart a twelve pack of White Claw and they bring it to you there and White Claw, your something. favorite flavor, of whatever, whatever the fuck it is, and you sit yeah. there, you sit there and you just drink and you just like it's don't relaxing. Care. Then around like three o'clock, like make it like, hey, where you want to go? I don't care. Four o'clock. Let's go over to Epcot, maybe. Yeah, about Hollywood Studios. Let's go over there. Well, yeah, you're lucky. You have the. Give a shit. What's that pass? The pirate pass? Pirate. Pi- I don't pixie even know. Or pixie pass. I'm a I'm a fairy. Fairy pass. I'm a fairy. So you can go. I mean, it's not the weekend, but you can go pretty much whenever you want, because you're a Florida man. And that's nice. And that's nice. I um, When I used to do annual passes every year, and I used to before they doubled in price. Ridiculous. Freaking was, betting everybody over now. It, right. And it used to be great. I Like the feeling that you can go whenever you want, although you don't. But that's it's a, just good that you don't have to make. Yeah. Like speaking of plans, like, like in the past, I never had to make ticket reservations. Like tic- I never buy tickets. Because I already yeah. had them, right? Had them, yeah. So I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to worry. And with DVC, you don't need to worry about checking out. Yeah. Because you don't have to pay a bill. I mean, it's that's nice. Um, but you have to like it. And I know we have. That's one of these things you guys have to take advantage of. You got to take, take advantage of the house by like saving your Friday and Saturday night points. Yes. Stay at Margaritaville. Save them. I'm telling you. Your Disney points, your DVC points will go a lot further when you take advantage of that. 
I'm telling you, dude. I might I might have to change my plans in June. Okay. And because I think I'm leaving Saturday. Okay. I might have to like refund that last day, mm-hmm. and then uh, come over to your house. That's fine. Don't care. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be there. It's the summer. Drinking. Can I miss two Sundays in a row? Maybe. If I miss the second Sunday, I'll change my flight yeah. to Sunday. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll about be there. Yeah, we'll be talking about. But yeah, they're, man, they're I'm telling great. you because they 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 really jack up the points on Friday and Saturday. That's oh my what, god, that, that, that's it's like, ridiculous. It's like double. It is, and that's why that's that's exact exact. That's why we don't do Saturday like Saturday Friday night to like Saturday. It's obscene. Anymore. We do Tuesday yes. or Wednesday because that's the cheapest days to fly out. Yep. And then we usually leave in the middle of the week. But I'm getting my solo trip time, and so I can just you do that. Yeah. Walk around Epcot and drink. <laughs> Drive down Route Four in your Tesla. <laughs> you know, stuff you do in Florida. Stuff you do in your Florida man, right? Yeah, you go in the car. Let's go to Tampa. I was like, well, I don't want to do that. No. Does, doesn't matter. It's like, oh, I forgot you were here. Do, doesn't matter. I'm telling you, but I'm, I mean, we. That's why we go. We go Sunday. Yeah, Sunday through Thursday, we're at the resort. Yep. Yeah, and that's, that's the cheapest time to go. We don't even bother yeah. with Friday and Saturday. That we we just watch our point. At the This points are. They're gone. Where did my they, points go? The thing is, what we're looking at doing is we have some point. We have like forty points to burn before October. So we go down in June, July, that time frame. We're gonna probably look at a couple nights at some of the resorts just to stay there for the night. Not sure which ones. Were you? Are you talking about doing that just with you and Ayana, or you and the family? The family. Okay, right, so you wouldn't do that when, when I'm down there. No, no. We'll, that's, after, we're going to be chilling in Margarita. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. be doing that. We're, we're probably like stay. I don't know. We'll just see what's available and just maybe a beach club just for the pool. I well, mean, right there. I mean, You'd have to plan. Uh, it's probably going to be booked. We'll see. That place is just insane. Is is a fortress. It is. Anyway, listen. We didn't listen to t- her 10 minutes of Disney World talk from us, assholes. Disney World. Uh, you came here to listen about movies. What? And... It is February. We're going to be doing two weeks of sort of rom-coms, and we're going to be transitioning into our African-American stuff uh, for African-American History Month. We're doing Booty Call, which is kind of like maybe a romance, kind of like a kind of like a transition, if you will. It Bo- checks a lot of boxes. It checks a lot of boxes. It really does. A booty call. You know, we're all about checking yeah. boxes we, on we, this we, podcast. Uh, definitely. We have to make sure we have the representation. All the boxes are all checked. All the boxes. And we make our own boxes because we want to be progressive here on this podcast. It was a podcast. new box every week. Yes, because you know what? And we're There's checking it. not enough whining right now. There's there not enough has boxes. to be more whining. Boxes. If there's not enough complaining and whining, we're going we're gonna to fulfill that. We are with JB's Drama Podcast, progressive podcast, talk right here, talking about movies. Last week we did Tommy Lee. No, first off. You guys are probably wondering where our co-host is at, Brian Brian C. Griffiths of the Duckpin.com. We um we do have to give an update on his location. We we do. So what happened was, uh, we got a mysterious text about a week ago saying, "Guys, I'm down at the border, and I don't see any illegal immigrants crossing." All right, it's like Monday, Tuesday morning. We're like. Who's this person? Who's this guy? I haven't put his number in my like phone yet. So whenever he texts, I just I'm like, oh, it's probably Griff. You know, I, I don't have him. You know, he's not important enough to have his own special profile on my phone. I don't know about you, but that's just the way it is. Just unlike some people who have pictures of the Ukrainian flag. 
I just heard something on the computer. I didn't hear anything. Okay, never mind. It's the kids upstairs. Okay. The Ukrainian flight. You're talking about our dear friend over there. Yes. Fighting for the Ukrainians. Dearly He's... departed. <laughs> <laughs> he was part of the president of Ukraine. Oh, my God. Club. Such a big simp. Freaking has a flag out. He put a flag out in his front yard. He put a flag out, a Ukrainian flag out. We're in the USA. And he conquered put the, land. <laughs> conquered. My conquered colonial in Brampton Hills. Jeez. Sad. What would, what would George it, Washington think? It is sad. His Linsky is his president. He would cross 100, cross 100 Christmas Eve and kill him. Probably. There's probably one in Chelsea Beach, too. It's hanging out. I'm still hanging out there. <laughs> Griff. Anyway, so get this text from Griff's number, which we assume is saying, I, I don't know where anybody's at. Then, then um, I just figured it was a burner. <laughs> of course, I don't know, which which confuses me because I'm watching like New Hampshire primaries, like build up to it. If there's any ever doubt, when you have a Republican running against a Democrat in the Republican primaries, Republicans usually going to run win. Um, even well, in New Hampshire, usually, <laughs> usually. And I'm like watching this like they're at the Red Star Diner. The Red Star Diner is like tr- traditional like hangout for. Red people in New Hampshire before the prize. It's like that's what they do. Back in 2016, when uh, I'm sorry, yeah, when when, when Trump won, uh, he was there. That's when Ted Cruz won Iowa, and and then Trump just ran the train on him. So everybody's like, "Who's voting for Trump here?" You know, and everybody's cheering in the yeah, Trump. And he's like, "All right, Joe, Joe Biden was there." <laughs> And he's like, and we're going to show him that the murderers are murderers. And then he's like, all right, who's, who's voting for Nikki Haley here? And here it is, yay, yay, Nikki Haley. I'm like, the, like, is there really a guy? Is there a man? Is there a, is there a man, an effeminate man with an effeminate voice out there cheering for Nikki Haley among this sea of Donald Trump zealots? I'm looking at the TV, I'm like, holy shit. He told me he was in Laredo, Texas. I swear to God, it looked just like Griff. See, this is the wrong border. Spitting image Griff. And I thought he was a Taco Bell the entire time. Like, that Griff lied to all of us. He was in New Hampshire. Yeah, I told him that, that, you know, you're not going to see any illegals up there. That's coming from Canada. He was in New Hampshire. Cheering on Nikki, working for Nikki Haley and Logan Larry Hogan up there. I'm like, that damn. So next day, I'm like, all right. Then Griff's like, starts texting us all these columns from Cato about like how illegal immigrants are okay. They don't cause as much damage as we think. They they don't cause us anything. I'm thinking like, everybody knows that Cato lost their shit like 10 years ago. They are a left libertarian. There's two types of libertarians. And I know we're not political. There's the right Lincoln. Don't we say that every week? We do. And left lane, no, it's like, <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, that, we know into, Griff is one of them, one of them, all right? VRWC uh, with movies. No. And then, and like, all right, whatever. We just, you know, we, we hash Griff down. He's in Laredo. 
And then, you know, Abbott does all his shit about we ain't fucking taking around these. We not, we're not taking down these barbed wire fences. We're going to defend did, did, didn't he our get, sovereignty. Didn't he get caught at one of the airports trying to take over, take through wire we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're, 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 start, we're, we're establishing a narrative of Griff right here, you know? There is a narrative. Uh, so, so, again, the past three days we've experienced Griff saying he, he's down the border, doesn't see any illegals, doesn't know where he's at. He has help his ass. It's probably one of the reasons why. Then he goes to New Hampshire and cheers on Nikki Haley, works for Nikki Haley and Larry Hogan's campaign up there, flies back to Laredo, Texas, and then texts a bunch of uh, Cato columns about how illegal immigrants are just fine. They're okay, A-okay by us. You know, he does work for the government. He does. Of course, I text him a bunch of other actual facts, and he ignores them because, you know, he doesn't like arguing against actual facts. Then the next day, the next day, he's like, when Abbott's like, you know, we're not taking down that damn fence, um, Griff's like, what, what's going on? Is he trying to start a civil war? What's going on? So I imagine Griff right now, the reason why Griff isn't here right now is he has he's holed up in a bunker right now. Probably at the Riverwalk in San Antonio because he doesn't want to get his hands dirty, so it's close enough to a ditch as he can get to. Just so happens the water is in there, and there's lots of bars and stuff there that he can drink at. And it's and it's progressive. And it's progr- and it's where he likes to be. Of course, he only drinks during happy hour, and he aims for the cheapest, like the house lager, which is the cheapest, because he's not going to spend more than three hours a beer. Because that would be criminal. He's got to save his money for. Freaking Orioles taking stuff. Revolution, I guess. Revolution. The revolution is going to be expensive. It, 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 it sir, it, it, it possibly might be. You know, because he's, he's, uh, bits and pieces from him. Then, then, then we get a text a couple of days ago, saying that he's going through. He's, he's changing locations. He's, you know, he's, he's afraid the Civil War has moved to San Antonio. That his safe house location underneath the Arby's is no longer secure. And he needs to change locations in Texas. So he's going through this TSA line, and he realizes, wait a second. I'm not carrying anything that's wrong, but these people are checking, like these TSA agents are confiscating um, Cocoa Puffs and stuff, right? Checks mix. Checks mix. He's, he got, you know, he started sweating stuff because of his confiscatory. His box cutters. His box cutters that he was, you know, he uses to... <laughs> He uses to unbox Vince McMahon's uh, paraphernalia out for him. <laughs> Might be found. I wonder what that Etsy store was for. <laughs> Griff's Grotto. <laughs> Help pay Vince's legal bills. You think Griff wears temporary tattoos of like WWE superstars on his forearm? No. Actually, to be honest, I would I would think that because there are, there are, there are people who believe that if you have a tattoo that you're not going to be able to get into heaven. Oh Jesus, that's right. Because Griff is a diehard Catholic, so he's probably one of those people. Or Jews believe that too. Well, some do. Oh well, they're reformed that that don't practice that that do the exact opposite. But you know, totally different subject. Uh-huh. Totally but, different. Subject, but yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, no the no tattoo crew. Uh, crew. <laughs> no tattoo. Because, you know, Griff is one of them diehard Catholics who, you know. Even the current Pope is okay. Because the <laughs> system. Socialist. Because the system must survive. He's a piece of shit. Anyway, um, 
So we're, we we hope to have Griff back next week. We're, we are yes. going to be sending money down to wherever he's at, Abilene, so, Texas. So his first movie back is going to be Booty Call. <laughs> Booty Call. <laughs> he's going to have to watch Booty Call. Actually, he's got to pay for Max. I don't know if he's that. He's, he's a cheap motherfucker. He's, does he not even have Netflix? I don't. He's, he's, he's got to get now, now he's got to get Netflix because WWE Raw is going to be on there. And that, look, we got to give him cringing. three. We got to give him three services to, to have. Yes, he's going to have Max, Netflix. What's the third one? Is it Peacock or is it Paramount? Well, he's got Peacock already. He's but got Peacock. Okay. Now, now, the thing is, is like Peacock's probably some of the WWE stuff, except Netflix is going to have Raw. So, that's gonna, I mean, it's more money out of his pocket that he can't devote to his fucking, like, you know, baseball card collection. Well, I would say I would say Paramount would be the other one because there's, there's quite a bit on Paramount. It's not all Star Trek. Yeah. We only got Paramount because Mika's got Walmart Plus. You get it for free. I mean, I like it. I get stuff, you know. It, I mean, it's ended up just like paying for like bits and pieces of cable bills. Yeah, it's but all it's, it's becoming. But it's actually cheaper, honestly, because we have, we pay what seventy bucks for internet, and I think I pay an extra forty for all these other things, and that's it. Whereas my cable bill was like ridiculous, one hundred and almost two hundred dollars. Cable's a joke now, and I can and I can cancel these things without having to call up Verizon yes. and go. I like to change my plans. And Why stuff. do you want to do that? Let's right. look, 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 look at your account yeah, right let's, now. Let's, let's be on the phone for an hour. No. No, just please cancel. Please cancel. No, let me transfer you to Luanda over here. He's going to talk to you about. Maybe. And then he's going to transfer you to someone else. And then he's going to transfer you to someone else. And they then you're going to hate life so much. Beat you down like, fuck it. I got things to do. Right. I got to go to Starbucks and spend this $89. I'm going to save on fucking coffee. Griff spends like it's not real $500 on like Wawa and sheets every month. That dude like these colons the size of that fucking submarine that drowned looking for the Titanic. His, co- his colon exploded the same way as well. Actually imploded. Is that an implosion sound? I, I don't know. Is that, uh, you know, research? Hell, research hell yeah! <laughs> Here Vince, comes what Vince McMahon The Undertaker! I'm Vince McMahon, and I know impression oh, sounds. Oh, yes. This golden thing. No, never mind. I'm not going to go there. That's last week. Check we're on, on this week. We're on this week. 16 Candles. 16 Candles. Um, it's a movie about birthday cakes. Uh-huh. Not? It's not a movie about birthday cakes? Did I watch the wrong one? Hold on. Oh, no. 16 Candles. Debuted. Now, this is the quintessential debut right here. Okay. Everything was right with the world. It really was. Think about this day. So, you just had, like, the baseball season open. The Orioles are the current world champions. Back when baseball was cool. Okay. May 4th, 1984. Can you think... Of a better day than May 4th, 1984, that year. Think about that year. Yeah. Think about the music, yeah. the movies. Oh, great. I Friends. mean, you, you cannot, like, that time period right here. I mean, a year later, the Challenger disaster. But right now, it's, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But let me say, 40 years ago, 40 not 30, not 20, 40 years ago. The, the next month I would start piano lessons. No, wait. 
That was 82. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Calm down there, Mozart. Listen. <sighs> I, I looked I, when, I, when I was writing this up yesterday. Okay. Like, In your study, contemplating the universe. I was actually con- I was actually contemplating on all right, am I gonna put a real brick or a fake brick up on these walls? This wall and that wall. Uh all the way down to the bar? Yeah. Underneath the well, bar. You talking about that like half half brick that's half yeah. as thick? Yeah. That sort of thing. I would do that, but it's more expensive. I know. I, I, I really want to do so it. You, you wanna send your kids to private school or you wanna get some brick down here? <laughs> brick would look really cool, dude. I'm no, no. You mean and just to the the edge right here? Yes. Just brick here. Yes. And all the way under the TV. Yes. No, I like. Hey, look, I'm not buying it. I think it would look great. I think it would look badass, especially the arcade machines. Yeah, I think it would look awesome. But you know, it it would probably cost you like six thousand dollars. I mean, I know you're not going to do it yourself. God no, God no. And then you got to buy the bricks, and then you got to have someone do it. I know somebody who would do it. Okay. Thinking about it. I, I really want to try. I really want to take this area. We got to fix that patch over there first. I know. I got it. I want. What is that? That was. Never mind. Like 2020? No, that was last year. Was it? Yeah. It was no. last year. No, it was last year. It's going to be more than that. Nope. Last year. Oh, okay. I just really want to separate this part from that part. I want to start working in the basement. You want to you want to segregate your basement? Yeah. I mean, because we've it's all learned that that's, that's, that's a bad word. Anything that is segregated means you're a giant racist. You're a giant racist asshole. But in this case, it's brick. Yeah, it's okay. May 4th, 1984. Number one. Number one. Not 16 Candles. Oh, no. Breaking. What? Probably about breakdancing. I I had no idea. Breaking. Then 16 Candles at $4,461,000. Followed by... Romancing the Stone. Okay. Now, if you recall, uh, last week we talked about Jewel Denial. Romancing the Stone is the first movie in that two points, uh, two part. Okay. Movie. All right. Police Academy at number four. Who had Bubby Smith from? It's always a link. Black Moon Rising. Hard Bodies. This is one of Griff's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been wanting to do this movie for a long time, but we're like, no, we're absolutely not doing this movie called The Hard Bodies. I don't know, maybe this month? <laughs> maybe in June? Maybe in June. That's It sounds like a June movie. Oh, my God, the other worst. Oh, yeah, look for that's, that's what I meant by maybe this month is the worst, is the worst month, or it may be June. It's, it's a toss-up at this point. You get through February, you have a couple months of reprieve, and they just shove up your ass in June. You know what? August is the best month because there's no holidays, there's no one trying to shove anything up your ass, and it's the summer. And that's it. And that's all you have. Yeah. Did you get a did you get a bat signal? Batman? I don't know. Um The Bounty at number six. Yep. You know, this is the first time in, in the next movie you're probably gonna 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 say is probably really really famous, but this is one of the first times that uh, a lot of these movies I don't think I've really seen or heard of, except for the one we're doing. I mean, I've heard of Police Academy, but you know, like how some weeks we have entire the week every movie is a classic or every movie yeah. everyone's seen, 
This is this is like okay. I've uh, yeah. probably not heard of any of these. Right. Greystone, Greystoke, the Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. Okay, you've heard of this one, Splash. Yeah. Number nine, Moscow on the Hudson. All right. And number ten, Footloose. Okay, so like half Sorry. of those movies. Steve's calling me. Half of those movies. Oh yeah. Is it urgent? Nine one one. No, it's about know. that register of wills who was caught stealing money. That's <laughs> what <laughs> you get when you. Uh, no! That's a diversity election right there, buddy. Didn't take that long for that diversity to uh, diversify her bank accounts with <laughs> with money. <laughs> with money that she stole. Stole the money. Reparations one way or the other. Yep, she's going to get it because it's hers. That's mine. Sorry, people. Tell tell him to stop. This is is written and directed by John Hughes. John Hughes. Who is a legend. Home Alone, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Breakfast Club, any 80s, 90s movie worth a damn. Well, I don't say all of them, but... A lot Pretty much, of, he's yeah, in there. He's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great writer slash director. Right. Like, he is, when you think of the 80s slash 90s, it's like, that damn, you know? So. This stars Molly Ringwald, who is in The Breakfast Club, that we've already covered, and Pretty Pink. She was one of the quintessential, like... I don't want to say glamour girls of the eighties, but like, you know Molly Ringwald, like the it girl of the eighties. But then, and then, like in the nineties, is like it was like she was it in the eighties. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Some people are like that. I blame Nirvana. Anthony Michael Hall, who was in Vacation, mm-hmm. Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Johnny B. Good. Wow, you you just listed the eighties. I did. <laughs> I I and and again, he's he was on. Um, Saturday Night Live, yeah, right? I was going to say, the only one you didn't mention was like Back to the Future or, you know. Seriously. Um, during a 2020 interview on YouTube, Hall defended Republican President Donald Trump. While claiming to be apolitical, Hall described Trump as great and further stated, I think what he's done for the country is incredible. You can't, you can't be apolitical, apparently, <laughs> and give someone a compliment. Hall also suggested that conservative actors get blacklisted in Hollywood and said he personally witnessed it in practice. I like him even more. I like him. He's one of my favorite actors right now. (laughs) Michael Schauffling was like Ryan, you know, the hunk of these. So typical 80 movie, you get a hunk, you get the dork. All the stereo, all the different clicks. You needed to set up how life actually is. When race didn't matter, you know, when we were just living as everything, you know, when it was just whatever. People before the Republic, I mean, before the Democrats and progressives and all these DEI assholes out there who fucked life up for our kids, who fucked life up for ourselves and go fuck themselves. This is when life when this was America was America. Now I get all these people of color and diversity fucking hires and kiss my ass. (laughs) John and Joan Cusack were also in here as well. Both Both of Mm -hmm. them. So, in terms of casting, John Hughes asked for uh, head sh- his agent for headshots of young actresses. He received ones from Robin Wright of The Princess Bride, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy, who is also part of the Brack Pack as well. 
Um, Sheedy had the audition for the role of Sam, but was dropped because Hughes thought Ringwall was more fitting for the role. And that's a year later, Hughes gave Ali Sheedy a role in The Breakfast Club. Uh, for the male lead, it came down to Schofling, and this is a big one. Who do you think the alternate was? This is this is like you'll be surprised. You'll be like, what? What? I have no idea. I couldn't. I couldn't even guess. Vigo Mortensen. Oh, you're kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not. Wow. I saw that. I was like, what? What? Wow. Aragon. I couldn't. I think. I think uh, who who was cast was fine. I I could not yeah. see. Well, I mean that was eighty eighty four. Yeah. You know, though, to someone who is to someone who is older, that was only what sixteen years before Lord of the Rings. Yeah, isn't that isn't that something? Like we are further away from Lord of the Rings than this, this movie. movie. Isn't was. that isn't that something? Right, and and when when you're younger, every minute, every year seems like an eternity. It does. Now it seems like 1990 was ten years ago. Yeah, because but it was 34 years ago. When you're younger. Your world is circles around Christmas and birthdays and birthdays. Oh, and when school is out. Yeah, summer vacation. And then that's pretty much it. I'm sorry, and vacations. Those, and when, those, those couple of things. Yeah. Not every day. Yeah, it's. it's yes, exactly. It's unreal. Yes. But no, I think they we are in fine. the late summer. Of oh, our God, shut <laughs> up. Shut up on your late summer. <laughs> Margaritaville of our lifetime, sir. Well, no, hey, look, if I could spend late summer forever in a place like Margaritaville, yeah, we're late summer, but nah, da, 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 da. time moves on. <laughs> depressing. You're so depressing. Amelia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We have friends who are going to be even more depressed than we are. Trust me. <laughs> who are a little bit younger than us. Well, maybe one of them. Amelia S. Vesta also auditioned for the role, as did Jim Carrey, Keith Cogan, and Ralph Macchio. Jim <laughs> Carrey? Jim Carrey. I just can't take him seriously. No. I mean, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Rod Tomatoes report 81% of critics with an average rating of 7.1 of reviewers. The website's critical events is read significantly more mature than teen raunch comedies that define the area, which I agree with. This is a very intelligent movie. <coughs> Sixteen Candles is shot with compassion and clear respect for its characters and their hang-ups. Metacritic gave its score a 61 based on 11 reviews. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we have to cover Ebert and Siskel here. Yep. Ebert wrote that... that Ringwald provided a perfect center for the story in a sweet and funny movie. And Siskel wrote, giving it a three and a half out of four stars, the best teenage comedy since last year's Risky Business, saying it was certain to draw a lot of laughs. But the guess here is that it was also will offer comfort for young girls and boys who feel awkward. All right. Did you find... So one of my favorite parts of the movie... A lot of favorite parts of the movie. Mainly because you could never, ever do it now. Is anytime they introduce Long Duck Wang, they had a gong yes. and some Chinese music. Yes. And you would never, ever, 
and, and not only that, Ever. he says bonsai, which is Japanese. Yeah, but he's, he's got not. a Chinese name. Yes, and you could never. I, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm so surprised that you don't have an army of progressive losers descending upon this movie, decrying that it's not sensitive and it's racist. But mm. like you said, we used to be able to make movies like this, and. Have fun with it. Yes. But we can't do that anymore because communists are no fun. They're no fun. Well, we can't do that. I mean, they did make fun of all, all like, the, the white grandparents. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, oh that's God. fine because white people are oppressors. Yes, we are. But but I thought his character, Long, uh, Duck Wong's character was, was, was. I mean, all the characters were great. It was great. God damn. I mean, there are some great scenes in this movie. I, I, you know, you laugh out loud scenes with them uh, all like the quote unquote nerds. Yeah. Looking at her panties, uh-huh. you know, in the, in the bathroom. And again, like last week's movie, you, you, you were just up, like, you didn't have to know what was going on. You could just be an observer because yeah. it was just a moment in these people's lives. Being from the 80s, children of the 80s as we are. This just, I mean, the school dances, the romance, the cliques. Yep, they, 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 they touched on all the cliques and the beginning of like the nerd clique because in in the in the early eighties you really didn't have, I mean, computers were just nascent. Yeah, they they were. I mean, the only computers before them were mainframes. Yep. But these, this is this is the beginning of the personal computer era, computing era. Yes. And you you had the beginning of that that clique. You know, that nerddom. Yes. Like real one, because you had to know quite a bit to manipulate computers back then. Yes. Now you can watch a YouTube video and you're pretty much fine. Yes. Um, but that back then you had to know, you know, switches and coding and cabling, all sorts of things to get by. And so they yeah, they were exploring that. Um, but in my opinion, the only, I don't know, the only, I guess, drawback is it seems like the rest of the movie was happening around Molly Rumwalk's character. Yeah. Like, she was there, but it was almost like she was not disgusted, but just like, like, ah, the yeah. whole movie. And everyone else was doing their thing. Doing and, their and, thing. And she was just like, ah, 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 the whole movie up until the end, where she realized that the, the, you know, the, the, the main hunk liked her and not, you know, his attractive girlfriend. The other parent, the paramour. Because cause I don't think Molly Ringwald's character is especially attractive in this movie. Um, <sighs> at all. And and I think... I mean, he, but the thing is, she, she, I mean, she embodies that 80, mid-80s female angst a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, she, suburban. She doesn't buy that. And when, when being 16 meant something... Right. Yeah, it know, used to. It, it just, I don't know, it embodied that. And a little bit of selfishness because she's a girl. I'm sorry. All girls that age are a little bit selfish. They're going to be. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a little bit more narcissistic. We'd be joking ourselves if we had like the embodiment of purity in a girl who's just all sacrificial and she's like, you know, I don't give rat's ass on birthday. It's all about my sister's wedding. You know. Yeah, but her sister was a jerk. Well, just a shithead. As as was her husband, right? Well, that was that was the whole that whole situation was just laughable. Yeah, it was. It was terribly laughable. I like how she, how on the way down she just sat in the aisle and just started because she was high or drunk or yeah. whatever, and she was just talking like, "Oh, what is that?" I'm like, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I but, just laughed at that. But this movie has a great soundtrack. Yep. It's, I mean, it just, I watched this movie, and I just was reminiscing the entire, it wasn't, it was hard for me to watch it, because it just brought back so memories about us, and just our life. And you know? so, sometimes you have that movie with that soundtrack, yeah. and it just happens. Yeah. You know, and, and, and well, it just happens, and then later it proves to be true, mm-hmm. to be one of those uh, cultural milestones. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, the, the John, John Hughes movies tend to be that way. They do that. They, they capture it. We haven't done like, you know, one of, the, one of my favorite movies, John Hughes movies, is something talked about a lot, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. God damn it. Like, he's, he's very good. I don't know if he was like Nostradamus or anything about how kids from that generation, Generation X, would feel in 2024. But my God, there was a couple times where I leaned forward. You know, I looked behind me and saw the photographs of the kids. Like, Dad, damn it! I hope they have a good childhood, like we did. Oh, I think they will. You I know. think they are. I hope so. It's different. It's di- it is, it is like, different. Like whereas we had as a collective, He-Man, Transformers, GI Joe, they don't have that. No, but they have other things. They do. They, um, they do, and they have more, because where we where we had, I mean, I hate to say this, but not not because it's a hundred percent true, but we had those collected things because that's all we had, mm-hmm. right? The world is opened up to these kids; they've got everything, mm-hmm. and then they can share it with each other, mm-hmm. and that's their childhood. It's a good point. It's well said. Mm-hmm. That's well said. Yeah. And then we're giving it to them. We're enabling them. We're facilitating because it's out there. But if you're not cognizant of it, you could miss it and not give it to your kids. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. But we are. And they're having that nice childhood. And they're going to look back and go, you know what? I had caring parents and that's the best. Because whatever whatever situation you're in, like your house, your whatever, you're gonna, if you had caring parents, you're going to look back and go, that was the best. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had douchebag parents, you know, you might not think that way. But if you had parents who really, you know, who provided, who were Which there, our parents were who great. read with you, who allowed you to do certain, you know, like if you're like with me, like if you, there was that there's that trust bond where, hey, if you behave yourself, I'll let you do whatever this, that and the other. If you have that sort of relationship, then you look back fondly mm-hmm. about, you know what? I had a great, you know, a great life. Right. And it doesn't have to be. A certain way. I mean, look at our parents. Our parents, you know, my, my dad walked all over the city. Yeah. From, you know, and then came home. Yeah. You couldn't do that now without getting shot by a certain demographic. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. No, you're right. You're right. And we will never have that experience. Nope. Never. Never. But we've had something different. We did. And you know what? Our kids will have something different. Yep. And we have to make it just as good. And I think we are. Good point. Well said. So what do you give this movie? Oh, we're done. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, what else do we want to talk about? It's it's it's. I think I think honestly, I think we covered. Well, I like at the end the 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 freshman guy mm-hmm. seemingly gets the 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 hot girl. Yep. Who realizes that he's not bad? Yes. I mean that that's kind of nice. And that's not really like shoved in your face like a cake, but it's it's there, if you know, mm-hmm. and you pick up on it. Um. I, I like the grandparents. 
Oh, where God, she comes upstairs so... and they're all like in their underwear, yes, like their it's... boxer shorts, like they're old people underwear. Curtains. Like, they look like curtains. Yeah, like shower curtains. Right. It's well, it's not underwear like we would wear. It's yeah. sort of like undergarments. That, yeah, undergarments. Like that yeah, people born in like Western, the, the, West, the twenties. <laughs> would like because if you think about it, in the eighties, they were that they were probably in the sixth. They were born in the twenties. Yeah, or the teens. God damn it! Right. So that's what they would do. And she was all embarrassed. And I'm thinking, my parents don't do that. My, no, like, I'm not gonna do that. No, no I'm not gonna do that. But they, but you know, they were stereotypical. Everyone was. Uh, it, the stereotypes, I think, here make it funny. Yeah. I, a- I would agree with that. Across the board. Across the board, yeah, I would agree Not with that. just with, you know, the Asian stereotypes. Every stereotype makes it a good movie. Yeah. But it also touches on how people really feel about how, you know, relationships, the different cliques, how they interact, how they interact with, uh, like, the freshman with the senior good-looking alpha guy. Yes. I mean, he was basically worshiping him. Yep. Like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't do that because that's how it was. You yeah. know, you were awkward freshman. You saw the really good-looking senior guy, and you figured he knew everything. Yep. He had all the girls. He must know something you don't because you just got here. Yep. That sort of thing. It And like you said, he touches the director. He touches on all this stuff. Yep. And it's not like he's Nostradamus, but he just... You have to have some sort of. You have to have a couple of things. You have to have an affinity for the culture. You, you have definitely have, do. You definitely do. You have to have an artistic drive, and you have to be able to relay that to people. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he had all of those things. Yeah. And I think this movie does it as well. I agree. It's a lot, a lot of, a lot, a lot of drawback to this movie. A lot of me just thinking. Yeah. And I mean, there's not really that much bad. No, at all. I mean, it, it was it's it's crafted, and it's like I said, it's one of those touch points in cultural history that it it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yep. So, what do you give it? Uh, I give it a nine. Give it an eight. Solid movie. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. I don't think they could have improved upon it. No, there's uh, ten is reserved for something that. Jaws, something has, has that beyond yeah. thing, but I think this is almost there where you look, you refer to it. Uh, it's like I said, it's, the, it's an iconic movie. Casting, it's an iconic John 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 Hughes movie. Yeah, the casting I think could have been better. I think you know it, the pacing was good, mm-hmm. the cinematography was good. Uh, it had the right amount of uh, realism with 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 comedy. Mm-hmm. Comedic, comedic elements. Yeah, there were. Yeah, I Michael, Anthony, Michael Hall provided a lot of the comedy. Or even the, all and the, the grandparents, all the grandparents, yeah. all the old people. You know, it was uh, comedic because I wouldn't call it a comedy. No, it's but not. I would call it uh, a movie with comedic elements. Um, but yeah, I don't think they could have improved upon it. It it it's it's a thing. Yeah. There it is. There it is. All right. Well, next week we, we welcome Griff back. We booty call. Booty call. See you then. <laughs>